0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of True Crime and Cocktails Unsolved Mysteries Edition. I am Lauren Ash, and I am so excited that you're here. I hope you're equally as excited to be here. I have a couple of quick pieces of business before we get straight into the show. First things first, we recorded this episode before the podcast had an official title. So if you hear us refer to it in any other way than True Crime and Cocktails just ignore it. The other thing you need to know is that my co-host Christy often has visuals for each episode, so you can always check out our Instagram page at and Cocktails, where we always post anything visual mentioned in the episode. So there'll be photos, maps, video clips, it's all gonna be there like your own copy of our case file. Also, you can view the full unedited Zoom episodes on our website truecrimeandcocktails.com but keep in mind we do film at night in our PJs so that's what you're signing up for. But that's all I gotta tell you, I'm so excited you're here. As I've already said, I hope you're in your pajamas. I hope you have your drink and I hope you're ready for us to deep dive into House of Terror. right everybody it's another evening together my name is lauren ash and i am joined by my sister by choice cousin by blood christy oxborough good evening it's
1: good to be here
0: as always (laughs) (laughs) listen it's nighttime we're having our our weekly sleepover we've got our cocktails uh i've got some prosecco over here and a bottle next to me in a in a, a bucket wow, Lauren, I'm losing my mind. What are you drinking over there? I've decided to
1: go with a nice Palm Bay. Oh, yeah. Classic. The lime, classic. The, the key lime cherry. Mm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's
0: That's nice. everything you wanted to drink.
1: Yeah, and I, I like it really cold, so I, I like a frosty mug so that it keeps it cold
0: but doesn't water it
1: down like an ice cube would. <laughs>
0: Listen, if the Frosty Mug people are looking for some copyright work to be done, we know somebody who's going to have some an ad campaign ready for you. Well, look, I'm
1: I was also trying to think I got to make sure I'm not like jiggling ice.
0: It's a sound wow. issue, right? Wow, listen, so I tried you know to be, what?
1: I tried, to be, I tried to be I tried to think ahead.
0: You know? What I like is you've been officially a podcaster for, I think, three weeks and you're already worried about things like sound. You were born to do this work. You were born to do it, which is amazing. It took
1: me a week to get a microphone. So
0: <laughs> now as children, we dressed alike in past episodes of this. We've we've dressed alike. And so here's something that I think people are going to like. If you're listening, I'll paint the picture for you. If you're viewing this, then you'll know what we're talking about. We got very excited about doing this podcast together very, very quickly. And so before we'd even really recorded any episodes, I ordered us matching T-shirts that I had sent to our homes. Now, they've got a badge on them, like a police badge, and they say, we are not detectives. (laughs) Which, you know, it feels right. It feels like uh, it's just reminding everybody that while it seems, and you know what? You know what, I sh- I- I've made a misstep on these shirts because what I've learned over the past couple of weeks is that you especially are a detective. No. You're just not licensed as one.
1: Yeah, I don't get the hazard pay, uh, which <laughs> <laughs> is probably unfortunate. But uh, yeah, you know what? That's that's high praise. I'll take it. I. It's true. It's I, true. I, I, it turns out, I think I miss my calling. I mean, I couldn't run after a person if they're getting away. I'll just let them get away. But- I could fucking find out where they were 10 years ago and then send someone else to get them at their current location. I could do that. Yeah. So I'm like the guy in the van with the computers and like, you know, oh, I couldn't do computers. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Metaphorical. I get yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. All, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> not all detectives have credentials.
1: Yeah. Yeah. or
0: jurisdiction. I don't have a badge, just a passion. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that. I love that slogan. Yeah. Now we were talking about this though because this is something that is not like not new to you or us as a duo. We there's <laughs> we got into mischief when we were younger. And the thing that came to my mind that really did make me realize, "Oh my gosh, we have been doing this since we were like kids." Is there was a time when how old would we have been 13, 14 at the time? Maybe a little older. Oh,
1: I, I, I'm going to go with like probably 15, maybe okay. 16.
0: Yeah. Okay. In that range. So there is a Canadian band called Age of Electric and they oh. are, listen, both of our favorite. We love them. I've loved them for years. I mean, we've flown for this band more than one time. Like they yeah. had a, re- they broke up when we were still in high school and they oh. had a reunion tour a few years ago. We went to multiple dates. I got on multiple planes.
1: <laughs> to yeah. Canada,
0: and you got on multiple tame planes too. We when met in I Vancouver. That? We did. To we see did, them, and then yeah. and then I met you again to see them in Regina, Regina, Saskatchewan. We will let all the Americans get their little chuckles because that's a you know they can't get used to that name. Well, but anyway, so our love of this band is huge, and the band is comprised of two sets of brothers. And uh, there's the Kerns brothers and the Doll brothers. And your favorite band member was the drummer Kurt Doll. Yeah. My favorite was the singer-songwriter, guitar player, Ryan Dahl. And this was like, we thought this was so cute because it was like, we both really gravitated to opposite brothers. And when I say we liked them, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I'm being very, uh, very generous in yeah. not extrapolating on the level of obsession I, I would say we both had individually with each of these these human beings, which didn't really seem human to us, I'm sure, at the time. They seemed like massive celebrities, which is so funny, too, because they were famous in Canada but not anywhere else in the world.
1: They were (laughs) mostly famous in, like, Saskatchewan is the true joke because that's where they were from. Yeah. So it was such a huge thing. Like, to us, it was like, my God, it was like a Brad Pitt level. I don't know why I chose Brad Pitt, but a Brad Pitt level, like... I can't even think of the word, but we... Yeah, it was
0: like they were like ultra celebrities.
1: Absolutely. And it turns out,
0: not really. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the joke. So we realized because recently when we've been researching these Unsolved Mysteries episodes, Christy's really been getting very well versed in how to use white pages. Our budget is unlimited. Don't worry. She's not scrimping with her background checks. Never. <laughs> but, never. But it made me realize that when we were in high school, you found... The name, you f- I'm sure using Canada 411, which is yeah, like an online probably, white pages yeah. in Canada. You found a phone number for doll, I think, K yeah. or something in a phone book. And I'll never forget you called me and you were like, look, <laughs> I think this could be him. And I was like, what do we do? And the answer was. Obviously. Call them. <laughs> <laughs> With me saying on the line so this was a three-way call situation where you were really driving this bus and i was i was just miss daisy in the back but what's amazing about this story is that we didn't you didn't want to tip your hand and this is what makes me feel like you were born to be a detective because you were like well i can't just call up and ask for kurt because then they'll be like who's calling whatever i'll ask for another name do you remember what the other name was it was like Steven or something. Oh God. I wanna
1: I wanna say like Craig or something stupid. Like Yeah. It was just like or Chad. Like it was just like a bro name.
0: Yeah. So it yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like
1: I'm this cool chick because I know this dude named Chad. You know, like I don't know. I was I have no I mean, what were we gonna do? We can't I, we can't call and say, Hey, is Kurt there? Because what if it's him? And he goes, Yeah? <laughs> and then I just like silent scream and hang yeah. up the phone like
0: right <laughs> what you, what how does the conversation go like well yeah. how the conversation went was we <laughs> made this call a woman answered you said hi is craig there she was like no and you were like oh i'm sorry i must have the wrong number yeah. hang up you call me back you're like what do we do and i'm like just call back and ask for kurt and if she says no he's not there then just say oh shoot did i just call there again you're like yeah 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 this plan is flawless <laughs> So she oh. goes back again, I'm on the line, the same woman answers, yep. and Christy boldly is like, is Kurt there? And she was like, no, you have the wrong number. <laughs> and then you're literally like, oh, did I, did I just call there? Oh, I'm so sorry, I must have accidentally hit redial, asking for a new name?
1: I know, I know.
0: <laughs> Long story short, we later learned, I think that they had a sister or something, so I don't think that it was his house. I, I think no, it was unrelated. I, I to, think,
1: no, I think it was the sister. They have a sister, Kim. Yeah
0: sister kim exactly so, so that I could mean, be the
1: k-doll because there there was a pause like when i said is kurt there she had a moment of like wait a second like I, i'm sure she was like this is the same bitch that just called me but it was that moment where i'm like oh fuck she knows a kurt and so,
0: <laughs> so, I so just, well
1: yeah so well yeah so uh i i truly believe to this day that it's it was the sister and Kim, yeah, if you're listening, I'm so. sorry. <laughs> but also just like throw a teen girl a bone, you know? Yeah. Just like yeah. he's not at this at, at this number, but I'll let him know you care.
0: You know? <laughs>
1: that would have been, nice. that been nice. That's all I needed. That's all I needed.
0: But listen, it really did, it did it, remembering that recently, it really did make me uh, very happy that we've taken those skills that you started cultivating in your teens, and we're putting them to use now uh, as full-grown adults. So on that note, let's get into it. This week's episode, we are talking about the episode of the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix that you all know and love. This episode is called House of Terror. House of Terror. And this is, of course, the episode, just to give you a quick backstory for those who haven't watched... No no, no worries, we'll guide you through. Let us be your Sherpas. <laughs> it was a small town in France. Uh, neighbors got suspicious when they noticed that a family's house had been closed up for several days. The police visited the home six times before discovering the bodies of a woman, four children, and two dogs under the back terrace. The husband seemed to have left town weeks before the bodies were discovered and hadn't been seen since. Now, obviously, we have so much to tell you all about. Yeah. Christy's research again is... <laughs> unbelievable but it's 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 a grizzly this is a pretty grisly one yeah. not that they're not all grizzly but but there's something about the murder of of you know an entire family including children including yeah. dogs it's just this is so dark yeah
1: i mean i remember the the first time i watched it um i was watching it with my husband and they were like found the bodies of the wife and the kids and i was like oh like as a mother just like hits me right And I was like, oh, this is terrible. And then it's like, and the two dogs. And I just, what? Like, I was was beside myself. Like, the thought that the dogs also, like, I was like, dogs are pure. What are you doing? And, like, (laughs) children are pure, too. You know, like, it's just. Of course. The point is, I just feel like adding the animals to it was just that much more of an asshole move
0: <laughs> if that's a thing I don't know well yeah because it, yeah there's lots of layers you could just let the dogs go the dogs can't fingerprint like yeah. they're not going to be able to you know testify against you in court like it just yeah. feels like it's really uh, you know adding just uh, such a tone to this this of course terrible terrible incident but it should be noted that the family it turns out the father, who, of course, is the main suspect in this whole thing, which we will yeah. get into in very deep detail. His name was Xavier, we think, Dupont de Lyon. This is really nice. testing our French. People are like, Canadians, okay. you guys speak French. Barely. Barely. Some of us do. We don't. But he was, <laughs> he was French nobility. This is what, the, which is so interesting about this thing, mm-hmm. is that not that he was necessarily famous, but he was like a nobleman. Like, he was, he was a who's who in, in this culture, right?
1: Yeah, his dad was a count.
0: it's not
1: just chocula anymore Uh, interesting I went Sesame Street
0: uh, that's where where my brain went but yeah well listen we we both have ties to children in my case I am one Um, (laughs) but yeah so so let's talk about how this kind of because it's a crazy story to think about this family had not been seen or heard from And people keep calling the police and the police went six times before they discovered anything, which feels really weird. Um, But he he had like sent a letter to his family. Right. Like this was all part of this is that he had sent this letter saying he's going into the CIA or he's working for some secret. Yeah. And that it was like, don't. Don't look for us. We're going into witness protection, essentially. And, uh, you know, we're going to be away. And then I also read that that he taped a note on the mailbox that was like, just return all mail to senders. Yeah. Which, again, I'm like, why wasn't this raising any alarm bells with anybody?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't get how the cops were there six times before they noticed anything. Yeah. I know that I'm not overly observant, but in that first in like the first clip that they show that backyard, I was like, oh yeah, that's where they are. Like they hadn't even (laughs) said anything. They just showed the, like they showed, they do the reenactment, they show somebody going. And I was like, that is creepy as hell. What is that? And it turns out that's where they were. (laughs) So it's like, how I saw it in half a second. How did they not pick up on that? But they apparently just wandered around the house multiple times and were like, wow, nothing's weird. And at one point, like they went in the house, the picture frames were still on the wall, but the photos were all taken out of the frames. And they were like, nothing was weird. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's normal. Yeah. Like,
0: (laughs) it's so weird. That's wild. And I know that the mom, his his wife, her family was kind of saying like, there's something's up. Like, she wouldn't just do this. She wouldn't just take the kids out of nowhere and not. Tell us or whatever so it felt like And I guess it's hard to argue with the Idea that somebody's entered some sort of secret You know government organization uh, But also does that really Happen I feel like you're You're like you're not you're not finding that Job on Craigslist when you're like In your 40s you know what I mean right. like, well,
1: I've I've read his letter In full of course you
0: have <laughs> yes. Of course you have it
1: is it is lengthy And just a full Shit show like just constant repeated lies in it. But he 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 makes it sound like this like the CIA approached him. And they were like, well, they needed somebody who could go in all these clubs who was like a foreigner and I was ideal. And it's like, how are you ideal?
0: Like Yeah! a, a 50-year-old man? Like I was being kind you know, when I said 40. You were
1: so kind.
0: <laughs> I just
1: you always are, so I just let it go. But oh, my God, you. I like, I just don't even know who comes up with that kind of thing. But who's going to believe, like, it just that some random dude in like a tiny town in France is going to be approached by the CIA and they're like, hey, we need you to come undercover so you can like learn some stuff about these bad guys and then testify. It's, it's just so bizarre. Crazy.
0: It's also interesting, like, where he even got that story. Like, where did he even get that idea? Like, that's really interesting that that, that was something that even entered his mind as being, like, seeming plausible. Um, but but what was going on with him? So there, there, there was some sort of, like, debt situation that he was going through. He was having financial oh, problems, yeah. wasn't he? And, is it, and what's that all about? Because he was nobility. Now, for correct me, and I maybe you know more about this than me, I assume that meant that you came from wealth.
1: Oh, no. Oh, okay. All
0: right. His, his father died in
1: January of the year that this happened, which was like 2011. I'm gonna go on a limb. And, uh, his father was broke and had like nothing. And they just essentially whatever wealth had been in their family, they squandered it and it just went nowhere. And so they had nothing. And so Xavier, I love, I just hate using his name because I'm like, oh, what an asshole. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just so, so angry that not just that he killed his entire family, but that he got away with it. And like, yeah. he's been on the run for over a decade. That's yeah. Well, I guess almost a decade, but the point is it's killing me. Yeah. But, uh, he was not the best as far as like jobs go. He kept like coming up with a business and then it just failed because he wouldn't have a lot of employees his main like he worked out of their house because he couldn't afford to have a place so essentially the money the family had actually came from the wife agnes her family her parents passed and left her money like hundreds of oh. thousands of euros and that's basically what they had been living on and they got to a point where she had very very little left and uh she was like okay i'm going to put a stop to this anytime you're like i want to do i want to do this job now she was like no this time i'm i'm putting my foot down no because we we only have this money left this is all we right. have left and he freaked out on her he like stormed out and then like sent her constant emails that was like, my poor darling, you were the one who forced me to do this. I can't believe that you'd put this on me, that kind of thing. And the true joke is he wanted the money, he wanted all of it to put into something he called Project Crystal, which essentially, I'm not going to bore you, essentially it's a Ponzi scheme. Oh, here we go. Right? <laughs> so all, this is this is all it is. And so he is just this is what he does. He starts a new project. He just want he tries to get tons of people to put money in and then he just uses the money himself. Like he had a mistress, he had multiple mistresses. But oh, he boy. he had uh, one mistress in particular. He borrowed uh like 50,000 euros from her which is for us who don't know euros, that's like fifty nine thousand US dollars, give or oh, take. Thank you
0: for thank you for really getting close on the mic for that too. That's like fifty nine thousand dollars, just for people who want to know. I just
1: in case anybody wanted to know some secrets.
0: <laughs> in case you don't have your currency calculator handy, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so he borrows this money from her
1: and he even signed an iou promising that he was going to pay it back by july of 2010 spoiler alert he didn't so she is currently trying to like t- she's currently in like taking steps to get her money back and it's like oh you're not getting that
0: back. <laughs> it's gone how are you ever Listen. gonna get it back Listen, I've been through enough breakups to tell you a little something. <laughs> any any money you've lent a dude, you're never yeah. gonna see again. No. If, if you're lending money to a man, women of the world, hear my words: you're do you're giving him money, you're not yeah. lending him money. Absolutely, and my because God. the kind of person that you're lending money to is somebody that you would end up marrying. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you if there's a breakup, that money's gone. It's just gone. You're never gonna see it again.
1: It's true. I mean. And the thing is, he got the money by, like, he, he, it wasn't just her. Friends of his and family of his would give him money all the time. And he would send, like, emails that were like, I've hit rock bottom. If it all goes bad, I'll either blow myself up or set fire to my house. Um, I'm awake every night with all these morbid ideas. Maybe I should burn down the house or give everybody sleeping pills or kill myself so my wife gets the money and... Like, all of these kind of things. And this was in, like, 2010. Like, the year before all of this shit went down, where he was like, I will die if I don't get $25,000. And so she obviously felt bad, and so she lent him money, and he blew it, taking her out places. Oh, my God. Like, he admitted to her, the money's gone. And she's like, oh, well, what are you doing with it? And he's like, yeah, I, well, you know, dinners when they went on weekend trips and all this shit. And it's like, well, you essentially paid for your own affair. So, you know, <laughs> like, it's just crazy to me that he borrowed that money and was like, I, I desperately need it. I have to have it. I'll die if I don't have it. And then it's like, oh, yeah let's go to McDonald's, you know, like I don't, th- yeah. I mean, that's probably something I would do, but not, I, I not, would enjoy it. Not that I'm suggesting they went to McDonald's,
0: but, but, but you're not you know. French nobility either. Let's right. Let's be real. Right. <laughs> okay. But this is interesting because, because, and now listen, let's, let's talk for a second about, uh, unfortunately the, the deaths of, of his family. It's important yeah. to note because you just said that he had sent these emails in which he talked about giving his family sleeping pills, which is so dark because he isn't did. that essentially what he did. Yeah. So his, He had his wife, and then it was four children. Yes. Uh, So So there was the wife, Arthur. Right, yes. Okay, yes. We're looking at the same list. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Compiled by you. You take this one. You wrote it. You do it. So the
1: the wife, Agnes, uh, she was 48. She was a teaching assistant at a Catholic school, in case anybody is interested. Um, Considered kind, but strict. With their children, very religious, uh, but also really involved in her children's lives. So, you know. uh, Then we've got Arthur, who was twenty. He's the oldest of the kids. The thing of it also comes down to Arthur was not Xavier's. Oh, they did. They did mention touch on this. They touched on it briefly. That Arthur, um, not Arthur. Sorry, Agnes and Xavier were together in like late seventies, and then they got engaged in 1982 went on a little trip to corsica i could have researched where that is but i honestly have no idea yeah. let's say like spain italy or something i'm gonna be horrified <laughs> that i guess there's. uh so they go we're on gonna
0: get letters yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i am corsican how yeah. dare
1: you i know i'm so sorry i'm sure your place is lovely so they went on this trip after they got engaged xavier meets a woman falls in love dumps agnes Whoa. yeah, years later, uh, obviously he's single again. He ends up running into Agnes, who is at this point pregnant and single single because the man who's the kid's father, just no interest. And so he decides, all right, let's do this and he she has Arthur and he takes him as his own son and they end up getting married a couple years later. So Arthur is always considered his son. Right. Which, I mean, in that but moment... By,
0: but not technically by blood.
1: Right. right. I mean, it's beautiful until he murders him. You know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? Yeah, great stepdad until yeah. that pesky that pesky killing. Yeah. Um, yeah all right, was... so then... So there's Arthur as the oldest, and then yeah. there's three more, Thomas, Anne, and Benoit. Right, yes. Benoit is the spelling for anybody wondering? Well,
1: yeah, that's a really butchered way of putting it. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I've already told you at the the beginning of this before we recorded that uh, I'm probably not going to say any French names because I am the last person who should. I'll some, I mean, when I have to, I will, but my God. It's, French yeah, is not I the best I lost all of
0: it I, I, We take French in school When you grow up in Canada But I've lost it all I feel like if you don't Keep up with it It just it, it leaves you And so yeah So there was the five of them And then of course the dogs Now you did tell me That you did find the dogs names And it took some digging And I want to know who they are Well
1: Because they deserve To be mentioned They do Here's, they do. here's the thing I Every time I look for, Through this case Everybody's like These are the people Only about half of them Mention the dogs Which I I find a little disheartening, but the yeah. dogs, again, I did say I wasn't going to say a French name, but there is a, a, a hash, like apostrophe <laughs> over a name. So I'm going to have to, An um, yeah, yeah. Um, the dogs were Leon and Jules. Oh, wow. I know. I know. I just, I was so proud to find that out. And I did, I did back it up with a secondary source. So that is the dogs. <laughs> Because I didn't want to give you fake names. I didn't want to give you fake names. Of course. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, so, but, but, so getting back. So he gave, what it was found in the autopsies was that they had been given sleeping pills or a sedative of some kind and shot and killed, correct? And the interesting thing about this is is that there was no sign of it in the house, right? There was no blood spatter. That
1: is actually not true. Oh! I know. I thought you might like that. I do. So I, I'm just, I'm just, it, I found the police report
0: <laughs> now. <laughs> because I feel like on the episode of the show, whether they, it made it seem like there was no blood spatter found in the that yeah, house. That's what it yeah. seemed like watching it. So tell us what the truth
1: They is. said there was nothing in the house, everything, whatever. So I found the uh, autopsy report, which they are very like, v- just point blank on these are the things we found. The once they found a person, they started labeling them as package A through E. And it just tells you, like, this is, like, the bill. This is the approximate size. This is, like, what they were buried with. Everybody was buried with a specific, like, religious thing. We've got, like, rosaries and crosses and medallions and all that shit. Um, and then all of them were buried with a pillow as though... Like, it feels very like they were shot in their own beds. Right. And he buried them with the pillow under their head. With exception to Agnes, she was buried with a pillow, but she was buried on her, like, face front, down. Oh, interesting. All of the kids were buried on their backs, but Agnes was buried on her face, essentially. So I just... He didn't
0: want to look her in the eye before he covered her with dirt.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it says that in the kitchen, they found tiny drops of blood splashed on the legs of the table and two chairs. DNA has come back to say that it belonged to Agnes and Thomas. So their, oh. their current thought, they said like the tiles are immaculately clean, like this dude cleaned. But they said the floor, a bucket and broom all responded to Blue Star, which is a chemical you sp- like in CSI, <laughs> when they <laughs> you. when they spray and it of reveals course. that there was blood there at one point, so their their thought at this point in the report is that that he basically shot them all in their beds because there were um, rifle shells found under a kid's desk and under one of the kid's beds. One of the kid's mattresses had like stains from the blood, oh, so he obviously like shot them in their beds. And then wrap them in the blankets that they were in and drag them to the kitchen, which is where all of these little blood spatters ended up happening. Wow. Yeah. And apparently that house was just chock full of tranquilizers. Like just <laughs> so much. Like sleeping pills, antidepressants, anti-inflammatory drugs, which I don't feel he actually used. I feel like the back pain was like a lie but yeah. that could be a whole other thing. He could have just been addicted to anti-inflammatory drugs. I don't know. I took morphine <laughs> once and for uh <laughs> kidney stones and I was on I was on it for a week and then I was so sick for the week after cuz coming off it, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you know? were your own train spotting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like a, a yeah. very
0: light Canadian version But yeah yeah Of course But of yeah course. So maybe bus bus spotting yeah. I, I don't know you, you gotta throw some jokes out there They're not all gonna hit <laughs> Wow okay So they all have this stuff In their system This is yeah. That's that's wild that there was Actually blood spatter found Because I feel like The episode on the show it They may have said it And I just forget But it really felt to me Like they were implying That it was like The house was pristine
1: Oh yeah they They said there was nothing That they could Like there was nothing In the house Hmm Like, they repeated themselves. They were like, oh, yeah, but we couldn't find anything. And I think it's just to make up for the fact that it took them six visits to realize something wasn't right.
0: Yeah, really good point. Really good point. So, okay, so this is very interesting. It's interesting to me that he's basically given himself up in these emails where he's been like, things are so tough for me. Why don't I just drug my whole family? Why don't I burn down my house? But basically, so... What I want to know also is, like, how did he get all of these bodies into the backyard and buried without anybody noticing? Like, doesn't that feel like a lot of movement, like a lot of in and out? Because it, and maybe I'm wrong, but it looked like on the show, the house was on kind of like, it didn't seem very residential to me. It looked like it was kind of like more like a brownstone in New York. Like, it looked more like a walk-up to me. So. He had neighbors, like it wasn't like a house in the middle of the country, right? right. Like how was he how did he pull this off? I wonder.
1: Well, I mean, great question. I mean obviously he had this he had the silencer that he right. had bought from the gun, which I didn't mention the gun he got from his dad. When his dad died, he went to his through his dad's stuff, wrote himself checks to clear out his oh, dad's boy. account. Uh, and then he found the gun started taking like shooting lessons at like a shooting range he even took his sons to go shooting with him which i find extra disgusting but that's not the point wow so he had a silencer so neighbors aren't going to hear shots sure sure right back to the police report it says uh they're talking about the terrace they said the the tear on the terrace the only space behind the house that is invisible to the residents Of the two neighboring houses. So anything on the terrace, nobody on either side would have seen it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So I'm not, I'm still not sure on how he dug, because, I mean, he buried them. And like under a section under this terrace. So I don't know how he pulled that off. Maybe there was somebody
0: who helped him do it. I do. You did mention that he has two friends that are both dead now. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And it seemed like maybe they were shady characters. Maybe they may have some, have had something to do with it. Is that possible? Uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, one guy, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, there's one guy who was like, they've been friends. Um, Let's see. Emmanuel. Uh, Tenure. Probably tenure. Uh,
0: oh, see, listen, you need to, you need to give yourself more I of a tried. chance. That's a good accent. I, it was
1: good. Yeah. Uh, you're being too kind he was he's been friends with xavier for like 37 years he admitted right. he was in love with him and had been telling him for years but obviously xavier doesn't play on that side so wow. maybe he wasn't interested but the guy just couldn't quit him kept giving him money and all of this he he wrote a check in like 2009 to some account in monaco but when police questioned him, he wouldn't admit where it was. So we, so then it's like, does he have an account in Monaco? Is that how he was able to escape and have his money? Because I, the way this guy's been throwing money at Xavier for years, I just like, come on, he gave him money to help him escape, right?
0: Oh yeah, especially if it's one of these like unrequited love situations where he's like deeply in love with this person and he thinks like maybe if I just you know, help him or whatever or, or you know, maybe he isn't even really looking for anything in return, but he just has that deep love for this person. That's wild. Yeah. So one of his close friends had a huge crush on him and was giving him money for years? That is yep. huge. They should have put that in the
1: show. Well, then we get to, we're going to say Mikel, Okay. Michelle. Sure. I um, don't know. Essentially, to me, it looks like Michael, but whatever. <laughs> um, he was also longtime friends they were considered like brothers during the well (laughs) i was gonna skip over this but let's just dial right back into it agnes the wife was very unhappy okay right she knew that xavier had mistresses he had multiple mistresses right two of which were both named catherine but that's neither here nor there he seemed (laughs) to have like he would be with a woman and then br- find somebody else quickly dump that woman. And then like years later be like, Oh yeah, that woman was great. And go back to her because oh. both of the Catharines were people were women. He was with like in the eighties that he reconnected with within a year before going missing. And one, That's of, th-
0: interesting. one of
1: them is the one he got the $50,000 from or 50,000 euros, whatever it was. Right, one of them he was supposed to meet while he was on his little runaway thing, but she claims they never did. Okay, fine. So Agnes, the wife, knows all about these affairs. She's unhappy. She goes on forums, uh, which I've read, um, <laughs> where she's just like, "I, he's, he's, he's cold. He's not giving it up anymore. There's no affection, no love, no nothing." And so she's just, like, desperate and wants something else to happen. And before you know it, she starts emotional affairs online. Whoa! She knows full well he's doing stuff in person. She right. She just keeps it online, but she's still having these emotional affairs. One of the people she has starts having an affair with is our dear friend, Mikel, Michael, Mich- <laughs> <laughs> whatever his name is. Uh, the Xavier's best friend, essentially. Wow.
0: The brother one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So Xavier finds out that his wife uh. and this guy are having a thing, but he doesn't get mad. Instead, he emails the friend and says, like, so I understand this is going on. Tell you what, I'll share my wife. Those are his words, not mine. I just want to point that out. So he, they make a decision I don't feel like the wife had much of a say in it, but maybe she did. I don't know. It felt like it was mostly Xavier, but he just was like, okay, cool. So, uh, we're going to have a threesome. And so the, the wife and the killer and this best friend slash brother guy, they have threesomes multiple times. Now the part that's the worst to me, like people go do what you want. I don't care. Sure. If it's not hurting anybody by all means sure after every time they would have an encounter we'll say (laughs) i'm trying to be i'm trying to class it up love it every time he would email them with like uh, basically a review on on uh, what they were doing like he would be like what positions they used what ones they (gasps) should have used like in one email he legit just Literally, it was like a dick measuring contest because he was like he labeled out strict instructions on how to measure dicks so that they could like fully prove which one of them was bigger. and like, yeah, oh, my
0: God. So yeah. they, so this is all emails that he's written. Yeah, so this is how you know this information. This isn't like hearsay.
1: Oh no, the police have like wow. The, I don't I don't know who let all of this get online, but I found, again, multiple sources (laughs) um i found all of these things because police went through computers and through emails and all of this and the thing now i mean them having in a the the threesomes and whatever okay that's not going to make him sketchy for me that's whatever however during the time when xavier was gone and like doing his little tour of france after he'd killed his family and the police didn't know about it (laughs) there was a point when at like at that moment in time, this friend, Michel, Michel, whatever he was living about eight hundred kilometers, which according to my notes is about like almost five hundred miles, ish. So he's living about like five hundred miles away at the time when Xavier's going through all of this. Right. One night while Xavier's in a very specific town, police noted that they're both their computers and. Their cell phones, because that's how they they pinged it off stuff or something, right? They were both in hotels seven miles apart.
0: That's weird, right? So there's been so there is information about where he was seen after the deaths, is what you're alluding to here. So yeah. there was, yeah. So he was seen in different places before he just like officially went missing.
1: Yeah, like here she goes Get out again. The files. <laughs> a map, yes, yeah. a map. Because he's seen up here on April 9th by a neighbor. He gets caught by a speed camera further down here. I bet he didn't pay that ticket. <laughs> bet he did not. Well, <laughs> he couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, he's at a hotel here this night. He's at a hotel here. He's at another one here. And this was the last hotel he was seen at on a wow. CCTV camera, which... I've scoured. I know that they're not going to put stuff like that online, but oh, I just want to see that footage. Yeah. Because they're like, he took this, the last footage of him is him like basically walking with a bag that they assume has the gun that he killed his family with because they never found it. Right. He's, and it's just him walking off towards this like massive area that's just all like caves and hills and trees and all of this. And they're like, oh, well police figure he just went out there to kill himself and i'm like first of all this is coming back to my csi knowledge now Thank you. <laughs> yeah it's it's gonna come back a lot <laughs> <laughs> not just this time but just always because it's, it's just know. deeply rooted in there right of course so if a guy kills his family yeah and like he he wrapped them up in like garbage bags, he, like, tied them with, like, duct tape and rope and bungee cords and shit like that, and, like, put them in the terrace in their backyard, and then sent a letter to his family that was, like, just a heads up, CIA has recruited me, you won't hear from us for years, we're gonna miss you, love you so much. He also sent letters to the kids' schools being, like, sorry, we're gonna move to Australia. So, you know... Uh, He went and cleaned out his son's apartment who lived at away at college. He sent a letter to his wife's work saying that they were moving to Australia. Like this is just such a like methodically planned out way of getting away. Like he he like essentially he disappeared on the April 15th. That's the last time he was seen on a camera. April 19th, the police finally open an investigation because they're like, ooh, this family seems like they're missing. We'll put out, we'll, we'll start something. We'll, people think they can't find them. We've been there a couple of times. We don't see anything weird. Two days later, the bodies are found. It's not until May 10th that the police put out an international warrant for oh. his arrest. Because when they first find the bodies, their instinct for some reason was like, you know what? Let's put out a warrant because we need to talk to him. There was no, like, oh, he did this. They were just like, oof, we're, we need to talk to him about this.
0: Okay, that's ridiculous, first yeah. of all. And second yeah. of all, I think, what, I think what you were alluding to, which I agree with, is if he was going to kill himself, he would have done it at the time. He wouldn't have methodically planned out yeah. all of this stuff to to cover his tracks and cover all of, of those bases. If he was going to kill himself, he would have done it in the moment. He's not going to, like, go through this entire swan song plan and then go out to a mountain and kill himself two weeks no. later. That's ridiculous.
1: No. Nobody's gonna do that. What would be the point of killing everybody and then sending a letter and then taking off and going to like all these hotels and stuff? It's like, if you're gonna kill yourself in most of these situations like this, uh, I don't know, like familicide or something where peop- yeah. somebody snaps and kills their family, they usually like kill their family Kill themselves and then the just the carnage is found.
0: Right. You know, right.
1: he meticulously
0: cleaned that house. And doesn't that make it feel like it was something it was something bigger than just money? Because I understand yeah. that he's he was communicating in those emails saying, I'm so desperate, I don't know what to do, and he'd borrowed all this money and he was getting further in debt, and there was, you know, he was feeling hopeless. But a lot of like to me, I feel like a lot of people would just kill themselves in that situation or or in these very dark situations. Not that I'm saying this like don't because it doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like or you kill your family and you kill yourself. Like like to me, it feels like there's some other layer to this, which I think obviously somebody who has the capacity to pull off this kind of thing obviously is we're dealing with a psychopath, narcissist, sociopath, Absolutely. whatever yeah, uh, yeah. whatever the exact diagnosis is. But it just feels like, was he trying to see if he could get away with it? Because in the letters, you were telling me earlier, before we started recording, in the letters, yeah. there's clues, right? Like the letters that he sends to the, to the family, he, he directly addresses like, oh, and by the way, there's a pile of stuff in the basement. Isn't that something he said? And he was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> the
1: whole letter is like, because yeah, I've read, I've read the letter, the whole, it's very long, by the way, the show makes it seem like it's not, it's, it's lengthy, but he's basically like telling everybody like very detailed instructions like, oh, this person come to my house at this point, go through any of the clothes. We've gone through everything, whatever's left, just keep it yourselves, donate it, throw it out, whatever. But at one point he said, uh, P.S. No need to worry about the rubble and the other mess on the terrace at the end of the garden. It was just there when we moved in. So just don't even bother. Just don't touch it. And it's like, well, yeah. Which is literally
0: where the bodies were buried. That's
1: where the bodies are. So he was telling them not to go there. He also told them in this note, because they left cars behind, because both he had a car, his wife had a car, and their son Arthur had one. Uh, They left the two cars behind and so they it was like the the paperwork for these vehicles are signed and on the table and it was always like give the money to my sister which she's a whole other bag of Kindle worms of yeah yeah thank bag you. of
0: worms <laughs> but, not a can of worms a that, bag of worms that's harder to it's yeah, harder okay. to handle okay, a can of worms you know like at least it's in a can a bag of worms you pick that up you're just handling worms
1: well i mean if you like use one of like some duct tape or one of the ropes he has
0: around the outside. I don't know. I got nothing.
1: <laughs> Look. Yeah. I don't know. I've got nothing there. That, that was a full fuck up. I'll tell you that. i next, no, listen, next time I'll, I'll
0: research that. We're, <laughs> not at all. We're, we're, knee, we're need, 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 yeah. need, we're need dreep and drinks. So yeah. you have nothing to worry about. Um, uh, okay. So, they, so the, so they the have cars. These cars. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's like, yep, yeah, here, sell these two cars, whatever. Even telling them to give themselves a 20% commission on the sale, which I find is crazy. This is so controlling. Yeah, absolutely. But then he was like, just a note, this one car in particular, it wasn't sellable. So I just gave it to the father of one of Arthur's friends for parts. Well, that car is the car that the police found. The car that he drove. It was essentially his getaway car. So right there is a lie. Because well, it's like, funny. oh, well, yeah. we couldn't sell it. And it's like, well, you used it as a getaway car, asshole. So, yeah.
0: This is wild, though. And like, yeah. the level, the the like minutiae that he wanted to control. Like, the fact that his wife was having an affair, and then he was like, no, guess what? Now we're having three ways. And then sending yeah. notes, uh-huh. it, it detailed notes about how it was going to go or what they needed to do. The, the meticulous detail in this letter saying, this person, do this at this time. Like, this guy. Yeah. This guy sounded like a real...
1: A real nightmare. Oh, I can't even imagine. I do not blame the wife for the emotional affairs.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) neither do I. I Neither do I. Even
1: in the letter, he said, uh, we had to give up the dogs. Luckily, someone took both of them so they won't be separated. The dogs were found. They found the dog's body. So that, again, is a
0: lie. (laughs) I think this whole letter is a lie is what we we know for sure. Obviously. I mean, obviously it's a lie because he didn't join the CIA and all of those things. Well, yeah. Um, I mean,
1: even the CIA, which this part made me laugh, but the CIA was like, we have nothing to do with him. But at the same time, if they're in witless protection, can't the CIA, like the CIA can't be like, we know, we don't know them. You know, like, (laughs) like they can't just wink it up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that was actually a, that was very smart on his part then because he knew that if anybody went to them, they can't they back would, it up. They can't back it up either way. That's fascinating. Well, I do think it's interesting, though, my, my point being that it feels like there's things in that letter that are clues. like and, yeah. and I question whether, you know, was it all about building this ruse? I mean, this is the big question I have. Was this whole thing about building this you know, airtight plan to get away with this and and flee? Or is there the added layer that if you went through that letter, it's filled with clues that if you paid attention to, you would potentially get clues for the crime, i.e., oh, that pile of rubble at the terrace, just leave that alone. That's where the bodies are. Like, it just feels interesting to me. I wonder if You know, I wonder if it was looked at, if it was ever dissected in that way or if it was just taken more at face value by the police. I don't know. It sounds like the police also, considering it took them six visits to figure out something was going on, maybe they weren't. um, I mean, it's a small town. It's a small town. They probably haven't seen a lot of things like this in their their lifetime.
1: A lot of people online seem to have a general like anybody who has lived in France are like, well, the the police are somewhat incompetent. (laughs)
0: So, well, I mean, yeah, maybe. Now, you alluded to his sister. What's up with his sister? You said she was a whole oh. other uh, bag of worms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somewhere in history there's a bag
0: of worms. We're going to find out. That was problematic. I I'm going to mail you a bag of gummy worms this week. Watch I, your oh, my
1: God. I thought you were going to say just a bag of worms. And I'm like, that's <laughs> terrifying.
0: <laughs> just, no, I can't send those them live through the mail. That's yeah, that
1: feels like a terrible idea. Um, I also love.
0: Also, just as a quick aside, you're worried about making noise with with ice. I've been like hitting this ice bucket with this bottle. (laughs) Repeatedly, anyway, everything's fine. So yes, the crazy sister.
1: I uh, well, I'm new, so that's that's why I'm. I don't. I don't want sound guffaws. You're more professional (laughs) than
0: me. Is my point. You're more professional (laughs) than me. Look, I use I've been doing term, this for a year
1: and a half. I use the term bag of worms. I don't know how professional that makes me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, oh, so, yeah. So he had multiple sisters, but there's only one who seems to be... Oh, God. I can't... Let's just call her a crackpot.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. So
1: this... So he's got a sister named Christine. And their mother, Genevieve... Now, they, the two of them started a church. Okay. Yeah. Their own religion? The Church of Philadelphia. In France. Yeah, yeah. I don't (laughs) know. So the mother, Genevieve, truly believed that she was receiving divine messages. Oh. Yeah. And then when she became, well, I guess she started it, Before the daughter was born, because when she was pregnant with Christine, she believed that Christine was the savior and a reincarnation of Jesus and Satan in one person. Oh, so and she just truly believed that that was how she was going to save the world was through Christine being our savior, which is great. So Christine obviously grew up with this and she was full bought in. This family should I should note completely one hundred percent believe this letter. Like the cuckoo bananas letter that we've already proven have multiple it's lies full in of it. Lies. They're it's like they're lies. like, oh it's true.
0: So they, what do they think then? They think that the bodies are not Xavier's family? Right. Ha <laughs> ha I
1: know I know okay um well they believe that because they said that the family didn't get to identify the bodies and they feel the bodies were cremated really quickly and they were like well they 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 said that uh one of the that the woman's body had brunette hair and Agnes is actually gray haired and so like so see it was wrong and I was like well police report didn't say
0: that (laughs) Either Which way. of course you've read.
1: Of course.
0: But also a, a couple of quick things. One, they use other ways of identifying bodies, like dental records, and yeah. DNA, I'm sure, and, and stuff like that. So I'm assuming that they've that they did successfully identify those bodies, right? Yeah. Did, I mean, yeah.
1: I would like to believe that. Yeah,
0: I would believe that. Dental records, especially. but I'm also guessing, now and maybe you know because I know, I know you've read all <laughs> of it. Did, did he not shoot them in the face or the head? Yeah. Or was it in the... So, there's nothing yeah, to identify all, then.
1: all of them, like... Were shot in the head. So, get
0: my
1: <laughs> trusty uh, police report out. Uh, of course. Yeah, like, as horrifying as it is to say out loud, uh, the wife, like, two shots in the head, one in the temple, the oldest son, two shots in the head, the next one, three shots in the head, shot in the chest, two shots in the head, shot in the chest, like, constantly. And one of them, it was uh, the... M-E-E, and <laughs> now i'm going there um, yep. notice that there that he had basically like held the gun like right right to the youngest son's head
0: oh my god
1: yeah which let me just double check what that proper word is because i think i've been drinking too much and i couldn't think of what the- <laughs> there it is there it is point blank range thank you very was much de- detected so i'm going to go on a limb again CSI. Thank you. Um, To me, none of the other ones were point blank. So I can't help but wonder because it was the youngest child, did he hesitate? Like, was his hand shaking and he had to actually, like, put it, the gun, like, press it to the temple so that he could do it because he was, like, upset about it? I'm not in any way sad for that man. Yeah. (laughs) For everything he went through because I just can't even imagine all the bullshit he pulled. Oh, my God. Like, well, even once they were dead, he was using their cell phones to, like, text and respond to f- texts from their friends and
0: stuff. This and is like an evil mastermind, this yeah. Guy. Like, like, that's this,
1: crazy. This part in particular just was so unsettling to me. So, by, the timeline seems to be that he killed them the night of April 3rd. They were seen out. They went out for a family dinner. Thomas had gone off to school. And so the rest of them, they went out for dinner. They went to a movie. I found out they went and saw Rango. Now, I don't know if you've seen Rango. It's an animated one where Johnny Depp is like a lizard or chameleon oh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So I've seen that movie. And I'm just going to say, can you imagine if that was your last movie? <laughs> that's what drove him to kill here's the thing (laughs) that movie oh god just to describe it for people who've never seen it sure it it, it is pretty much i would say it's like johnny depp's reputation it's trash (laughs) 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 it's it's just so bad it was yeah i i remember like sitting in a theater watching it because we'd gone out of town whatever and it was uh only three of us at the time we only had the one child and it was the only movie at the theater, family-friendly. So it's probably why that's what they chose. And uh, I just remember sitting there and making constant eyes at my husband of like, are you dying? Because this is boring as hell. Like, it was terrible. So I can't believe that they went. I love that that upsets me almost as much as this whole case. <laughs> um, so April 3rd is the day that they're saying he Like, they went on this nice thing. They were all seen together, went right. home. He drugged them and then killed them. Right. Two days later, he posts on Facebook on his wife's account. He posted a picture which I didn't get to see, but I'll keep um, I'll keep looking even after this is done. You know I, I will. know you will. I'll I know never you will. I'll never stop. Um, he posts this picture with the quote, "My garden is blooming." The garden that she was buried in. Unsettling. I can't. Oh my God! Right, like that is some twisted.
0: Yeah, that's
1: some twisted shit. Like that's just call it like it is. Like that's bad.
0: Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Jesus. Well, lots lots to unpack here. But I think you know the the thing I was alluding to is that I just don't think that there was necessarily bodies for these family members to identify. Just, so if they'd all been shot Ooh. in the head and then been buried, I mean, what was the timeline? between them getting buried and the bodies being found wasn't it like
1: they they got buried probably because I mean the oldest not the oldest son the second oldest son was killed a different day because he was away and he got called home because he was told his mother was in a cycling accident and was and was in a quote small coma which, this
0: guy is sick. This Xavier yeah. guy is sick. It's, I want to get back to that in yeah. a second, but yes. So you keep going. Yeah. So when were the bodies found?
1: Um, so bodies were
0: technically found April twenty first. So they were potentially buried, potentially for yes. like three weeks. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead, go on a limb here again. I'm not an ME, but I feel like you know you shoot somebody in the face and then they're you know buried crudely and like I don't know that they, these this first of all. I don't know that any family is going to want to see that of their loved ones. And then second of all, I also don't know whether or not they would have even been able to identify anybody at that yeah. point. Yeah. So that's that's the first thing. The next thing I want to comment cuz I'm I know I'm really fixating on this mom and sister thing, but Yeah. So he grew up with this mother and this sister in the same house. This is what yeah. we're led to believe. Yes. So he was the. And is he an older sibling? Do you know? Or, or? that?
1: Unfortunately, I don't know. And now, God, I've, I wish this is something that should have been on my notes.
0: No, you've you've uncovered um, so much. Don't well, don't go the, there.
1: Their father apparently was also a serial cheater.
0: <laughs>
1: well, um, he was a, a drinker. He drove his family apart. The daughter who is cuckoo bananas if i may she uh didn't see him from like the 90s or so till like after his death like she just was done with him because he broke their family apart wow but as far as i know xavier was still in there oh yeah like i'm i can't imagine what that upbringing was but it doesn't always lead to this
0: it doesn't always lead to this, but but the fact that the mother believed that this child, Christine, was Jesus and Satan incarnate in one body. Yes. And she believed it and shared it, obviously, at least with Christine, I'm going to assume with the family. Yes. But Christine believed it as much. First of all, what, what a pill that woman must be. Oh I'm Jesus and Satan, thank you very much. Like, talk about a Karen, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, my God. <laughs>
1: I just think of poor Agnes having to deal with it. Oh, like that every is time she comes over, she's like, oh, here we go. Someone, <laughs> someone get her the rose for the savior, you know, like I can't. And the king of darkness all yeah. together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: it, I'm just wondering what that must have been like. Like, obviously, it seems to me that it can't be a coincidence that that was in his family and then he turned into being this homicidal maniac. It feels like there has to have been some that I'm sure no one will even know ever what the level of dysfunction or or abuse or whatever was happening there. And again, I'm not saying this to, to um, alleviate him of any burden or guilt or anything, but it's right. more just trying to make sense of it because it's so grizzly and awful and and feels impossible to believe but then when you hear things like that that it's like well his mother and sister believed that she was a combination of jesus and the antichrist it starts to make you wonder wow okay what kind of what kind of fucked up shit was this guy raised in you know
1: right well a lot of people seem to think that they because a lot of people the big issue is i mean we all know he killed him he killed his family uh, there's no doubt in anybody's mind well except for his family yeah, well. Um, but uh, there's <laughs> sure. just, like, he, he did it. <laughs> he just, he, he did it. His family, obviously, they don't believe it, but a lot of people online are like, well, I think it was a religious thing. Like, he he didn't, he felt that they were going to be shamed because they were about to find out that they were broke. He didn't want to bring that shame on his family, so he killed his family, but he didn't kill himself because killing yourself won't get you into heaven. Now, to that I say people who knew him were like well he was not a religious man never stepped foot in a church so their any reasoning of like religion is not true his mother and his sister and their church they didn't even go to the funerals themselves because they don't believe in going to actual like to other churches
0: oh okay yeah 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 so
1: they didn't even go to the funerals and they were also pieces. like, but why would we go? That's not even them. Like they're, they have a family blog. Oh God. Um, thank God for Google Translate because like just, or well, it was Google <laughs> Chrome. You click a button and it translates the whole thing for you. Because my God, th- this one was hard because it was in French.
0: <laughs> Listen, yeah.
1: Yeah. They posted in 2013, which was like two years after this happened. Right. And they were like, we just want you to know for us, case is closed there's no murder because they believe they fully believe that letter so they truly believe he's with the cia and that the cia somehow brought in bodies to like make it look like it was the family but if they're doing that to that i say why wouldn't they have put his body there why wouldn't they have put a sample like why wouldn't if they were gonna fake the deaths of the family why wouldn't they fake everybody's deaths
0: And they wouldn't have had to go to the trouble of burying the bodies. They would have just, they would have all just been in the house, and the house would have been set on fire, and then they would have found remains. And I love that we're we're also, like, giving the benefit that it's like, the CIA just does this. I mean, listen, I don't know what they, I don't know what they do.
1: I'm convinced they do. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm also convinced they listen to everything, so.
0: So we respect your work, you hardworking people. And I have no reason to say a thing to anybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But so, all right. So this happened in 2011. He hasn't been seen since. Yeah. What are, what are the theories about, like, has, I'm assuming that there have been sightings all over the world at this point.
1: Oh, yeah. I think they said they've had over a thousand leads on him being found at some point. They thought they saw him. Somebody thought he was in a monastery, but then it took them a while to get to the monastery because they had to deal with the monks all va- having a vow of silence, <laughs> so then that was an issue because <laughs> because they could question them. Nobody would literally talk. Oh so, my god! Yeah, it turns out mistaken identity. They thought they had him in uh, Scotland a few years ago. DNA proved it's not him. They've thought they've seen him in like Africa and Thailand, and there was the sister. Um, they checked her house. The the sorry the savior. Uh, they checked her house <laughs> Excuse me, and they found three Western Union receipts. Two of them were dated before he did anything, um, before he'd left. But one of them was dated in July after he'd been missing since April. And it was addressed to some random guy in the Philippines. And so the police, this is what I found. And it made me laugh so hard, which I mean, terrible situation. But this was this is just fucking funny. The the police's response was Philippines. Ah, well, we could go halfway around the world. There's just so many islands. (laughs) Ah, we'll never find him. So from my understanding, they're still considering going. Oh, wow. So I wow yeah. So I, I mean, I know what I think he did, but I mean, I obviously don't have a specific plan of where I thought he... I don't n- have a country listed of where I thought right. he went. But I mean, my God. That man just got the fuck out of Dodge. He yeah. did, He killed his family, which is horrific. Yeah. And then, I mean, the dogs. I, mean, I just keep coming I back know. to those poor dogs. Um, And then he goes on, like, a journey through this. He goes through a fucking, like... Lovely weekend that a European would have just a nice drive through the French countryside. He stays at ritzy hotels. He's seen he makes sure he pays with credit cards so that they can specifically track him. He makes sure he's seen on video in like hotel rooms. He's seen on video doing like taking money from an ATM, which I have questions about because they said he closed all of their bank accounts. So how is he taking money out of an ATM? if he closed all the bank accounts, but I believe he has another account, but that's a whole other thing. He's seen on all of these cameras. So I think it was just a massive fuck you to everybody and was like, right. he he knew he didn't have the money. He had, um, they what they're called in France are bailiffs. They had a bailiff that was scheduled to come to their house on April the 5th, which is two days after he killed his family, yeah. um, to recover a debt of, over 20,000 euros, which is like 2,400 American dollars. Uh,
0: 24,000. 20, Sorry, yeah, hold on. Let me get out my <laughs> currency calculator.
1: <laughs> no, great call on that. Great call. Uh, yeah, you're right. 20, it's about 24,000 US dollars, right? But they were like, that was like the low end, there could be more.
0: But Would they he, had this you-
1: guy coming, the mistress was coming after him because she wanted her 50,000 back, which is almost 60,000 US. So if he's going to have almost 80,000 plus dollars that somebody's coming to his house to get, he needs to get the fuck out of there. He can't be seen anymore, right? So the it, it's like he was like, "You know what? I need to get out of here, but it's going to be so easy to find me because you're going to find a guy with a wife and four kids." of the same genders and the same ages. And it's like, that's way more easy to find. So I think he was like, I have a better shot. If I go it alone, I can't leave them behind because if I leave them behind, eventually she'll get wise and remarry. That's truly what I believe is that he was controlling enough that he was like, fuck, she's not going to touch another man. So he kills his family and then takes his drive to try like, big fuck you police I'm smarter than you are yeah seen on camera so he can be like look I got away with it and then I think well <laughs> how many how many ports do you think France has ports, do you know like ports like, of entry po- ports like sea ports oh my gosh do you know uh, how many approximately I'll guess 20 well I'm glad you I'm glad you asked <laughs> There are eighty-eight ports. Wow, in that feels really high. It does, and now, I, this was this was what took the most research this week. Yeah. I went through every port to figure out how far it was from the hotel he was last seen at, because he was last right. seen on foot. But they're like he walked off in the distance. Well, who knows how far he walked before he like doubled back or something without the camera seeing, right? So now, of the 88 ports yeah um I checked based on how many miles away they were I felt like most of the most most of the people listening are probably American I felt like I should do it in miles just to be relatable so now I also couldn't decide if you'd like it in a bar graph or a pie chart so I did both
0: (laughs) oh my god this is amazing Wow. So, I I wouldn't even know where to begin and, and how to make them. Well, well, or... here's
1: the, well, a fun site online. I'll tell you. I was actually going to make it by hand. I and... I just didn't have the
0: time. Wow. Uh, okay, so, so walk me through this. Okay,
1: so this this is the uh, the amount of ports that there are within range of the hotel. Okay. So this little tiny sliver here is the ports that are more than 700 miles away. But this one is 500 to 700 miles away. A lot of them. Yeah. 41. So my thought was, this is a lot of ports. So let's just like dial it back a bit, Ash. So I then thought, let's look at the ports less than 100 miles. Those seem reasonable. So here we go again. (laughs) Another pie chart. So so there are... Two ports with less than 25 miles away from that hotel. And when I, like, like, and there's five, or six, less than 50 miles away. So, I mean, he could have easily, easily gotten to any of these ports. Oh, yeah. And fucked right off. But you know what else he could have done? He could have taken a train.
0: I'm sure you have information. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the train station okay
1: so here's the hotel in the blue sure so to the west we got three in the green yeah they range between 9 and 17 miles away which Google tells me is approximately a three to six hour walk depending on which one right yeah so and then to the east we've got seven in the red Which range between 6 and 19 miles, which is like a 2 to 6 hour walk. So, like, he could have easily been like, I'm walking up this way, double back to, like, hit a train, and then he's just fucking gone.
0: Well, and listen, I've never been to Europe, I know, which is a travesty. But what I do know about traveling in Europe is, is that the transportation systems are amazing. And you can get anywhere you need to go in a relatively short amount of time. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles is a whole, takes on a whole new meeting here. Yeah. So I think that that's very interesting and, and super relevant information because it does feel like he was last seen walking on foot. Who's to say he didn't walk to a train and then take that to a port, get on a boat and go somewhere. Yeah, I just feel like you, what, what you've really, the, the case that you've really built here that I'm really responding <laughs> to is this person made this plan foolproof that it bought him time so that's he was, he all he was doing yeah and because and, and, as you said I don't think they even put out a, a a whatever APB or whatever about him until May 10th I think you said yeah and so that's given him between the time that he was last seen and the time that's a chunk of time to disappear and and all it takes is a box of hair dye and a, and a half an hour and you can change your appearance yeah, I feel like yeah he's he's in the wind and if he was you know savvy enough to be able to pull off all of the rest of this why would we believe that he wasn't savvy enough to, to pull off truly disappear, disappearing into thin air which he did which is oh it's so chilling um, it's so chilling to know that this person could have gone and have a new family at this point who knows I mean oh, that's
1: all online there is a hard like large section of people who are like somebody like there was a quote that was like somebody says, Oh, he was he's been remarried in Great Britain. And then it was followed with, There's no word on if this was told to police. And I'm like Well, I hope so. But like Yeah,
0: I hope that they would cover that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't seem to to want to
0: try hard. Well <laughs> It does feel like there was some, there was uh, an issue there for sure. Now, listen, we have got to wrap this up soon, but the last thing that I wanted to touch on very quickly is something you shared with me before we started, and I think this is really interesting. So, in the nineteen in, in nineteen eighty nine, I believe uh, he was living in America, Xavier, yeah. and you were telling me that there was a case that a uh, very similar to this that had happened in America in the seventies, and they were yeah. looking. It was on America's Most Wanted, and that aired in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, and it's feasible that Xavier, living in America at that time, could have seen this. Because the, the similarities between the cases, you were oh. telling me, are very similar. And that, to me, is also very chilling, that, that he could have potentially used that information to help him commit his later crime.
1: Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, it was decades before it happened, but you can't tell me it didn't plant
0: a seed. You it know? could plant a like, seed. Like, you
1: see something, and you get an idea, and you're like, huh, Maybe. And then, like, decades later, you pull it off. Well, it's um, like when
0: you see a good recipe. I saw a recipe, like, eight years ago. And then the other day, I was like, you should make those stuffed jalapeno poppers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember. But you were saying that this case that happened in America, yeah. there was also the, the calling the children's schools and, and and making all of this kind of espionage happen to cover up uh, that, that the people had actually been killed.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, okay. Picture it.
0: new jersey
1: 1971 victorian style mansion wow the
0: the fact that you know this amount of detail
1: yeah so this guy named john list uh who i know multiple people have mentioned online before and there's a reason um so he gets up one day his he has three children His children have left for school. His mother lives in like an attic apartment in this mansion. So he goes upstairs and he shoots his mother in the face. Jesus. You know, as you do. Uh, (laughs) Jesus. Then he comes downstairs, goes in the kitchen, shoots his wife in the back of the head. And then he just like waits. And two of his children, the two younger ones, there were like 13 and 16, they come home from school. He shoots them in the back of the head and then he goes, he has a, he has a nice lunch. He goes to the bank. He uh, closes his bank account. He closes his mother's bank account. He then goes to the school to watch his oldest son play soccer. And then they come home after school. The son, he tries to shoot the son, but the, when the son was found, he ha- had obviously tried to fight back. So the son got shot multiple times and had defensive wounds from trying to fight back. Oh so my God. he's got his mother and his wife and his three kids. He's shot them all. He puts them in sleeping bags in the ballroom of this mansion. So let's focus on that, the mansion.
0: Okay. So This he is puts, a game of Clue that I don't want to play, you know what right?
1: I'm saying? So he puts them there. He turns the lights on in the entire house. He turns the radio on to like a fucking like evangelical and what I don't know evangelical evangelical thank thank you thank you you're welcome turns it to some station locks up the house leaves he sends a letter to his kids school and their part-time jobs and is like they have to go out of town they're my mother-in-law is very ill she's in North Carolina I think it was and they're gonna go visit her they'll be gone for weeks well, the joke is the mother was supposed to come visit, but she did get sick, so she called and said I can't make this trip. He later said if she'd come, I would have just killed her too. So live He with got that away rest with your this. Life.
0: He he disappeared, right? He got away yeah. with this for years. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like he canceled, he sent the notes to say the kids won't be around. He canceled the the milk, he canceled mail, the newspaper, all of it. He canceled it all, locked up the house. And just fucked right off. And this happened in November, on November 9th. And then the neighbors started thinking, God, the light bulbs. Just every once, like a light bulb keeps going out in different rooms in the house. That seems weird. Doesn't seem like there's activity. Let's get the cops to go check. They had to like really push them to like break into a window to go in the house to look. Yeah. They didn't go in until December 7th, which is almost a full month later. They found the bodies wow. and they couldn't find him anywhere. They ended up putting him in um on America's Most Wanted. They did a clay bust of like what he would look like now. Put it on TV. I think it was the first season that America's Most Wanted was on. They put this case on. A neighbor sees it and is like, holy shit, I know that guy. Two weeks after it airs, he's caught. It's a whole big thing. He did go to prison for like five consecutive lifetimes or whatever. He did die in prison, but
0: but I, how long so the crime originally happened in 1971, did you yeah. say? And then and then the, the next wanted America's next uh, 1989. Wanted. I was about to say America's next top wanted. That was what I was about to say. Oh, I'd show. watch that. I'd watch that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but this was 18 years later. Yeah. That he was caught.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. He he had moved. God, I wish I had quick note to say where he was. But he had moved and he'd like remarried and all of that and was just living a life. And they asked him what it was. And he was like, financially, like he had left a note to like on the desk in the house to his pastor and was like, the world is evil. I'm going to save my family from this evil so that they can just go right to heaven and then he kills them, and then the reason he gave for not killing himself is because, well, suicide means I won't get into heaven. And my hope is someday I'm gonna get into heaven and be reunited with them. And it's like, I don't know if that's how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I but just you know it's that's wild. That there, the similarities between the cases are so stunning, including that he had financial issues and there was yeah. also a religious element. It seems very implausible to me that that this couldn't have at least potentially been something that had that that Xavier had seen and stuck with him throughout the years that when he found himself in a similar situation financially and then and and also having you know this these weird relationships with the religion that this is the way he went. It just yeah. feels so unbelievable to me that the cases are so similar and it could have been you know potentially again, that was his jalapeno popper recipe that just stuck with him in his brain all those years Yeah. Ago. Now listen, we got to wrap things up. We could talk about these things forever and listen, it's it would be a dream of mine. But I got to thank you. Listen, your researching never, never fails to amaze me. We talked about this ahead of time and we were like, oh, the House of Terror one. Is there going to be that much to talk about? And the point is, is that we've talked forever and we could keep going for another 90 minutes if we wanted to. Absolutely.
1: Christie
0: so, Christy Oxborough, my, my co-host... Uh, my researcher, my dedicated detective. I thank you for your work because this was truly impressive.
1: I thank you for giving me an outlet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
1: know I was so into this, but yeah. I mean, this week I was disappointed. I was like, "Well, there's not much to the case. We don't have to solve the murder. We know who right. did it. It was just more a case of where he went, and and right. I guess, and just like, if I may, a scotch of why the hell would he do it." But it's just because he's an asshole, you
0: know? (laughs) I think that that's the best way to put it.
1: Yeah. So I thought, God, there's not going to be a lot going on this week. So I'm not going to... It's all European stuff, so I'm not going to use white pages. I'm just going to whatever. And next thing I know, I'm like... I might not have time to get it all done. Like, there's just so much. So much. so much. Well, listen,
0: uh, buckle up, because next week we are going to be tackling the episode of the new Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix entitled Missing Witness. Now, this is another one where we definitely know who did the murder, and I cannot wait to find out what you managed to find out about everybody involved in this case. I know it's going to be impressive. Uh, I'll take that. All right. Thank you. Listen, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm sure you love true crime and unsolved mysteries as much as we do, and we appreciate your support. Do you want to say goodbye to the people? Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. (laughs) That's (laughs) great. Thanks so much, everybody. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of True Crime and Cocktails Unsolved Mysteries Edition. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a theory about this or any of the other Unsolved Mysteries cases, email us theories at truecrimeandcocktails.com. We're going to read our favorite fan theories in an upcoming episode, so if you want a chance at getting one of yours included, make sure to send it to us. Also, why not give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at True Crime and Cocktails and on Twitter at Not Detectives? And listen, I know this is going to sound like a cliche, but if you like the show, give us a nice rating, leave a nice comment. I know it may not feel like it makes that big a difference, but it actually really does, and we could not appreciate your support more. Thank you so very much for going on this journey with us. We hope you're excited about next week's True Crime Slumber Party when we discuss Missing Witness.